So I came across this article today and I was I was thinking about what type of value on I wanted to bring you guys, you know, something that you can really chew on and really think about and that would really bring a lot of value to your life and just really help you out. And um, I was thinking about passion, purpose, life, my own dreams and goals and and things. And I thought about the idea of of regret. And it, it's something that, you know, it's perhaps not discussed very much, but it's just it's so important because regret in life is is poison, isn't it? It it, it ruins everything. You know, the one of the two worst words in the English language are I wish, you know? And this article, it's it's titled Top Five Regrets of the Dying. And the lady who wrote this, her name was Bronnie Ware. She was an Australian nurse. And she spent several years working in palliative care, which um, helps to care for patients in the last 12 weeks of their life. And she obviously talked to a lot of them. And so she recorded their dying epiphanies and she ended up getting a lot and then averaging the top five regrets for people at the end of their life. Um, And this made me think of a Steve Jobs quote that I love. Um, which was remembering that you're going to die is the best way to avoid the trap of thinking that you have something to lose, right? It's so powerful when you think of it that way and you think about this one life, this one amazing life that we have to live, you know, there's no reason that we shouldn't be pursuing the things that we love every single day. You know, I think some of us are living on borrowed time. We think we have all the time in the world, but we really don't. It's today. Life is happening today all around you. You know, life doesn't wait. It just continues on, doesn't it? You know, we're already vulnerable. We're already naked. You know, you have nothing to be embarrassed about. One day we're all just going to be in the ground and, you know, that's it, you know. And the worst thing in life is regret, not going for it. I wish this, or I wish I did that, or I wish, I wish, I wish, wishing your life away. But life is meant to be lived. So I really want to share these top five regrets of um, of the dying with you guys today, because I think it's going to bring you immense value. Okay, here we go. Hey guys, thanks for staying with me. My name is Matt Jones, and I want to help people to empower their lives. Now, the subject I'm talking about today, I know it's not exactly a light one, but I think it's a very important one in terms of life, things to remember just in general as we live every day, because we really don't want to get to the end of our lives and end up regretting things. It is the worst possible scenario, I I think, in life. And... Doing this exercise is powerful. It reminds me of one of uh, Stephen Covey's habits of highly effective people. And that habit is think with the end in mind, right? So if we can put ourselves in a place, you know, where our grandparents are, where some elderly people are, and think about looking back a little bit and just, you know, asking questions. What, what do I want to happen? Who would I want to be around me? What do I want my tombstone to say? How do I want to be remembered? Do I want to be remembered? You know, just all these little things. Get clear on what you want. And when you think about what you want surrounding you at that moment before you die, 
Did you want that, that business? Did you want that wife? Did you want the kids? Did you, what did you want? You know, think, think about the end first and it can help us, you know, give us some real hindsight um, into how we actually really want to live our life. And it can allow us to learn things today and choose to make different choices. Okay, so here they are, the top five regrets for the elderly. Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself. So what does that mean? It means that they want to live life on their terms. They're not doing what other people wanted. They're not doing what other people expected of them. They wanted to live a life that was theirs. It was of their making, where they made the decisions, they made the choices. You know, and that way, when you live a life with passion and purpose based on those things that you want, you know, you're the only person to blame, right? And you can't blame anybody else. You know, you want to get uh, to the end of your life and realize that you lived your life for your parents and then end up, you know, resenting them on top of, you know, having regrets. So we definitely got to have the courage to live a life true to ourselves. Okay, number two, I wish I hadn't worked so much. So life is a balance, right? So we have to work, we have to make a living, we want to do things that are fun and pursue our, our passions. But it's a bit of a balance too, isn't it? Um, you know, if we're working all the time, and we're not being present, you know, we're, we're living in like two different realities in a sense. So you want to be able to enjoy your life, right? You still want to be present, be able to spend quality time with friends and not be on your phone, spend quality time with your family and your kids and, you know, just be completely present and really live in those moments, feel those feelings and, and live happy and vibrant. If you're living in your head or you're living in the future, you know, it's only going to create more anxiety. And then that becomes the habit that you live every single day is anxiety or stress or whatever. You know, so it's important to have the balance of doing something you love because the majority of our day, nine to five, you know, we're doing something for work, aren't we, to make a living. So, yes, you want to make that fun and we can enjoy that for sure on top of enjoying our personal life. But it's like yin and yang, isn't it? You got to find that balance. So, you know, you can work hard, but make sure you have enough, you know, downtime for, for playtime for yourself. Number Three, and this is a very common one. I wish I had the I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. I'm gonna just write this down. So this is something that's you know very, very, very common for most people. Uh, being able to express themselves honestly. I talked a lot about this in another one of my videos um, about being a people pleaser. And one of the problems with being a people pleaser is that, you know, you care more about other people around you than your than yourself because it comes from a a need to be liked, you know, to be accepted. And um, I mean, there's actually a lot of reasons for why people want to be liked, but you know. One of the problems with being a people pleaser and not expressing our feelings is that we hide our true identity. We, we hide our true personality. You know, we go 
inward, you know, we get more introverted and we can't live our life truly happy and fulfilled because we're not being able to fully express ourselves and fully immerse ourselves in who we are and what we want and what we like and what we care about and who we don't like, you know. It'd be nice to be able to tell people, you know, on a daily basis that you don't like that, you know, hey, I don't like you. You're annoying. Stop talking, you know. You want to be nice, obviously, right? But it'd be a lot easier if we could kind of live our lives on a day-to-day -day basis, just being a little bit more honest with how we truly feel because those feelings get trapped inside of us and, you know, they, they don't, if they don't have a place to go, you know, they stay inside and they just cause us a lot of angst and, um, and sadness and, and stress, anxiety. So we want to have the courage to express our feelings more. So how would your life change if you just spent one day just completely expressing your feelings no matter the repercussions? Just try it for one day. I've done this exercise and it's completely changed my life. And I felt like I was finally really living the person that I was meant to be. You know, it's so important. Okay, number four. I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. So friends are important in life, right? Um, you know, they, they, they know you. They appreciate you. They look out for you. You know, you always want to have someone watching your back. And um, as you get older, life gets busy. And, um, you know, people, they move on and they have families. Um, this one is important for me as well because my friends um, have moved all over the place. My best friends have moved in the north of the United States, to the west, to the, to the east, all, all parts. And, you know, we've, we've kind of lost touch a little bit. So this is something that I think about occasionally. And when I look back on my life and, you know, things that I've done or places I've traveled to, you know, I've wanted them with me. And now I live in the United Kingdom. And so it's even harder. So I got to make more of an effort to really stay in touch with people. Um, but luckily nowadays we live in an era where it's, it's so easy to do that. You know, we really have no excuse not to stay in touch with our friends. So very important. All right. So the last one, the last top regret of the elderly is that I wish that I had let myself be happier. I think that one's pretty obvious and uh, very, very common for most people. I mean, at the end of the day, despite whatever you want out of your life, the number one goal really is happiness. And I know that is for me, you know, and I've had to soul search for what that really means to me, you know, and, you know, everybody's different. Everybody um, has different sets of ideas in terms of what happiness is to them. So you have to explore what that is, you know, but if you're not aware of these concepts, if, if you're not thinking about being true to yourself or that you, maybe you shouldn't work so much or having the courage to express your feelings, if you're not consciously you know, aware of these things, how can you expect to live your life that way? You know, Our daily habits, basically it's a ritual that we do every day. The, a lot of our thoughts, the emotions we go through on a daily basis, they're, they're the same, they're habitual. So if you're not thinking about this idea, thinking with the end in mind, living your purest life, you know, one day you're going to get to an age and, you know, really regret things. So it's extremely, extremely important. And, um, you know, I try to kind of think with the end in mind every day a little bit. You know, you don't want to live in the future too much, but be aware, you know, make a decision, 
empower your subconscious mind to change your routines, you know, change your habits, your, your ways of thinking, and you can live a little bit more vibrant every day and a little bit happier, live with, with more gratitude and um, just have a thankful, abundant life. So I think that's just extremely, extremely important. So I hope this brought you guys some value today. If you did like this video, please click the like button and then click the subscribe button. And um, if you have any ideas for other videos that you'd like me to do, uh, please leave them in the comments below. And if you have any questions for me about this video, uh, please let me know as well. All right, guys, wishing you all the best, lots of love and happiness. Hi guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. If you did enjoy it, please leave a nice review on iTunes and that helps me to spread the message to even more people. And also feel free to join me on YouTube. Go to the YouTube search bar and simply type in Life 2.0 Podcast Matt Jones and you can find me on there. I have a lot more videos and uh, ideas and information on personal development and more of my story, and uh, I would really love to hear from you guys. All right, guys, thank you so much. Lots of love.